Good morning and welcome to another episode of RotaFest Detail Memoirs. I'm Jody. And I'm Rod Pusey. And as always, RotaFest Detail Memoirs is sponsored by RotaFest, the software that drives your business. Today, we have one of our featured vendors. Say, baby, Clint <laughs> Hintz from Buff and Shine Manufacturing. Right. So, Good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. We're super excited to have you on board. It seems like it was just uh, the other day that we were seeing each other in Orlando, Florida. And even then, it was so busy that it was hard to really get together and visit with a lot of people that you normally get to so yeah yeah it was it was good to see you guys that day well there i think your microphone little tricked out talk to me again let's see if you're giving gonna give me the robot sounds again (laughs) yep now we're hearing it so let's just pop it out and we'll go we'll go normal so I lost, I lost your audio. Is that better now? Yeah, yes. there, there we go. go. We're back just, on. We'll just go from there. So, so yeah, we, we actually got the opportunity to spend, you know, a little bit of time at the mobile tech, but then we got to spend a whole day at Justin's uh, jail showroom, which was nice there to us. Yeah. Lots of surprises, especially that first day, just to see you guys there. And then I was in the parking lot getting something out of the van and who beats the horn pulls up Jason Rose. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, we had a great lineup. There was a great, great number of attendees there. I think there were about 12 guys there. Yeah. yeah for on, the one day. Yeah. For the one day extreme one day training with, uh, it was Justin Lovato. Rennie Doyle was there. You guys were Jason there. Rose. I mean, there, there was a whole myriad of people. The guys got a lot of information that went to that one-day training. That was more than a one-day training wrapped up in one day. Absolutely. When they say extreme, they say that for a reason because there was a ton of information that was given on both days. I was very impressed. Yeah, so how did you get into the detailing industry? Let's let's go back to when you were young and hungry. Well, I think like a lot of us, you know, I grew up in a car family. My, my father was a mechanic, so I, we always had car family, always um, my niche really wasn't fixing them, but I did find a niche in, in being clean. And so I started as a teenager. My dad was in the Crickco station. And he had an extra bang in there and he started just saying, hey, you coming to the garage with me on Saturday? You got a detail to do. So shortly after that, before I could drive, he got me a job. And I, I remember I learned to buff with a rotary on speed. I think it was a black and record. And I learned on a single stage short bus that was outside. So um, it brings up to where my passion is for training because I was always looking for something different. How can I make it better? Why are these worlds coming back? Why does the carpet stink still? But, you know, if there was training back then, uh, how to get it? So it really kind of started my drive to just be able to do better and better and better. And I've been very fortunate to be able to work with different companies through the last two decades. So that's really kind of how I got started. Uh, when I went into college in the early 90s, I started cleaning cars, uh, sometimes at night. It was typically per car. You know, I paid by the car. Um, it's kind of funny, too. I remember my young days, I was 18 or 19. I know a lot of you mean you tell Billy Smith. <laughs> in, uh, in uh, Akron, Ohio, we used to clean cars together. 
he was starting a family and I was going to school and we would sit and talk and it's just really nice uh, now that you know, as the APD, Akron Pro Detail, a very successful detail shop. It's just, it's neat to see can grow in this space. You can do different things and uh, try to keep trying to do more. Uh, and that's what I did. Uh, nice. So after that, I went to the uh, auto auction. <clears throat> I worked at an investment where I ran that retail shop for three years. Very demanding, very long hours. But I will tell you, I learned so much through those years. And sometimes, you know, guys that are, you look back and you go, boy, that was hard work. But it got us something. There was yeah. a reason for that to happen. So um, as I was still going to school, this is uh, 98, 1998, uh, I was approached by my automotive leader. His name is Rick Dove out of Cleveland. And he said, hey, Automagic House is looking for an auction trainer. And I said, well, I've only been on it once. I don't like country music. I don't wear cowboy boots. I'm probably not going to do that. Actually, that's really when my professional uh, career started. And I threw my stuff in a two-door uh, tempo with 200,000 miles. And I drove down to Dallas. And that's when my career for 15 years started. With, uh, <clears throat> wow. Yeah. So... So now let's let's pause right there for just a second. So you're you're doing that stuff. Where did you see um, with that experience at that time frame? Where did you see the industry? Uh, it was very different back then, and and unless you were really there, it's it's hard because to to, to really uh, explain there wasn't a lot of innovation. Even though we thought there was innovation, I mean, the last six years have been like a hundred times. I mean, it's just overwhelming sometimes. <clears throat> of all the new things that are out there now. But yeah. um, it was a lot of rotary buffers, compounds. You know, back yep. then, it wasn't, there wasn't really magic sauce. Everybody had, you know, a lot of good products. I could never go sit with anybody and say, I'm going to show you how to do a perfect paint. Right, right. But what I could do is learn from a lot of the best in the industry uh, through those years. Uh, you know, I had some things Sid McGee, if you remember him from 3M, and Rick Schmidt, I worked with at uh, Auto Magic, and, uh, you know, you learn. So it wasn't really, it was really just on how to reduce the problems that may happen. Uh, yeah, right, right. So the funny part about that is, is that uh, that Black & Decker single speed, uh, I still have one in my bottom drawer. So that's actually the first machine I ever got is a Black & Decker single speed rotary. And when I got it, I got it from a guy and I, this, you're going to absolutely, everybody's going to cringe, but it was the one where, you know, you put the pad on and you tie the pad on. It had the string yeah. around the outside. Well, yeah. the pad kept coming off. So he literally stapled the pad and he's oh, like, God. just don't push hard and the staples <laughs> won't hit the paint. Don't push <laughs> so, hard. Those aren't squirrels. Those are, those are scratch marks. So I literally pulled this pad off and pried all this. Stuff. It's, I still have it. It's in the bottom drawer. And I laugh at it every time. Wow. I, I call it like the drawer of shame, but anyway. That's funny. So, yeah, I, so I mean, you've obviously seen a lot over the years. Is there one or two things that you think have really changed the industry? Yeah. I, I mean, especially, you know, like I was saying, these last, you know, four to six years, um, the tools, the polishing systems, the pads, you know, I, I never really honestly would have said 
that you could do perfect paint. And I'm when I say perfect, I mean to our eyes. Right. Right. You know, you take some isopropyl alcohol, you wipe it on almost every surface, it takes everything off, and you see what you really got. And then when I started to see these newer dual action machines, and you know, starting with Fleck first, the Beast, and then Rupus and other companies, I think machines kind of change what polishing compound manufacturers had to do, and then obviously what the pads had to do. So that would be what I would say. And I think it's creating a lot of opportunity for detailers to not give their labor away. Yeah. That forever. How much did you do that car? Eight, five dollars. Whatever. You know, now you promise perfect paint, and people, some people, a fraction of those people will pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it's, uh, you know, specifically about pads because that's really, you know, what you guys are focused on right now. Um, some of the things that we've noticed, you know, with Jody and I being able to uh, be on projects like Air Force One, working on raw aluminum, you can really see what your patent and product combination do. I mean, you can take a, a, a microfiber. Um, the one that everybody called the buff and shine, the people call the, the salt and pepper, you know, the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So you take one of those and you put on a compound, but then you turn around and take that same compound and use like a Euro wool uh, and you get a different, a Absolutely. different response from that, from that another pad, you know, um, even to the point of you putting uh, a, 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 a mid range pad in between, you know, the backing plate and then a, and a, there's just so many differences that you see with that. And, I guess, you know, the, the obvious question that a lot of people would ask is, well, what, where do you see that ending? And I, I guess the, the, the thing that I look at, somebody asked us the other day, where do you see that, that innovation ending? And I'm like, I, I see it not never ending. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, you're, you wouldn't have had microfiber pads. Yeah. Who'd have thought that was something, that super soft compound, that, that product with being a super soft to the touch, that it would be such a... Um, non-soft, I guess is the best, <laughs> you know, I don't know how to describe it. It's you're taking a soft, I, it's the same thing as wool. Wool is very soft to the touch, but it's a very harsh, um, you know, when you're putting it on there and somebody that doesn't know that it's like, Oh, this is soft, not compared to those white jeweling pads, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. The, the pad technology is just, you know, I hate it that we have so many pads. I really do. Cause I know sometimes it's <clears throat> overwhelming and you know, there are companies out there that they make us and I think they're great. You know, here you use this with this pad. I think it's very smart. But I think you get into a lot of these other <clears throat> They want to build their own system. And I think that's it's not always just Clint, what compound works good with or what pad works good with a men's or a compound. I don't always know. Uh, and that's really right. about then. You know, back in the day, put on what you did and you start buffing and then you fix the next step. You know, and now you can put your system together. Uh, before you do the, the whole car, and I think that's where what machine am I going to use? What am I going to use? What polishing system we can start with? Yeah, yeah, and and it's and different paints have different properties too. You've got really brittle paints like a, a GM paint that's unbelievably brittle. Like you flick it with your finger and it just about cracks. And then you take something like a single stage paint and put the same. You're not going to use the same combination. I know that um, on a project I'm working on. I've got a single stage paint I'm putting on this pickup and I've got a, um, some of the areas I'm using just a regular, this the tiny flex rotary polisher sure. and that wool pad, um, the, the buff and shine wool pad on that small rotary with 
next to no pressure whatsoever is fabulous. I mean, absolutely fabulous. Whereas if I were to take the, my, my flex 3401 and hit that thing with microfiber, I'm burning through the paint. I mean, it's (laughs) there, you gotta be really careful. And that's, I think that's just an individual thing. And I think if you ask 10 different detailers, what their go-to combination, and we've talked to a lot of detailers over the past several years, they would say depends on the paint. It depends on the year of the car. Is it a boat? Um, You know, what, what are you working with? So every, combination has a different thing it can be confusing but it's also very refreshing to know that in 99 percent of the cases there's a combination that works there is there is i, I think a lot of it's preference too i mean you know i'll i will i will not use fiber i won't use a wool or a microfiber i'm a phone guy or gal nothing wrong with that Right. No, no, there's not. And there's some great pads. I mean, the, the, the maroon one that you guys put out is, is a pretty, pretty aggressive pad. And in most cases, um, that's going to work. Uh, I know that I, 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 I've got a situation where I had no, I had no compound whatsoever. And I just had a couple of pads and I'm like, this is not going to do crap. I mean, I'm using a polish. I'm using a polish. There's no waste to, and it comes out. I was able to actually correct some paint with a combination of a maroon, the blueberry, and then a jeweling pad with the same polish. And it was a polish. It was not a compound. And, and I was able to actually bring a lot of the stuff out. It's not 100%, but I was able to bring a lot of the stuff out there. And it's on a base coat, clear coat, um, older car, 2000 car. It wasn't anything new. So, yeah. so let's go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You, you're about to say something cool. I was just going to say, I don't know about school, but uh, that maroon pad, it's a great pad. And what what's kind of throws people off is it doesn't feel super aggressive. When you feel yeah. it, it's an open cell pad. So, you know, our lighter blue one that's more aggressive than that, it feels like a brush. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of a lot of guys and gals do, you know, like that pad. Because, you know, it, it cuts very well per touch. I would, I would feel when you yeah, I know like when we when we've talked to Justin Lovato in the past, I mean he's really good about understanding which pad for which compound and which scenario. Yeah. You know, what what are your suggestions for a detailer, you know, to gain that type of knowledge so that they know which pads to leverage in which scenarios? Well, you just call Justin and I'll give you his phone number right now. He <laughs> <laughs> get a lot of calls, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure he does. He's a good guy. He's a great part of the team. Uh, training and and you know training, you know you got the internet now. You have uh, you know YouTube now. There are so many avenues to be able to learn more without actually have to get on an airplane or go someplace. Um, I love training. And that's why I went to, to watch Justin or any. You know I've been training for and I had pages of notes. I didn't know. So you know training is. And there's a lot of avenues to be able to, to find that. But for us in particular, um, you know, we try to do a lot of events. Uh, we do videos, our sites, things like that. And then, yep. again, you know, my gosh, if you Google Justin or, or on uh, uh, YouTube, you'll find all kinds of stuff. On yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. So um, I want to I want to kind of hint around. I know that we've done some talking uh, with you guys. I'm going to kind of preview for everybody that's watching this. There are going to be some things coming up that we're partnering on. Um, we are very, very thankful for Buff and Shine. They have 
done some stuff where we're going to use them as a featured supplier. We're going to be doing some projects uh, here at some local shops, and we're going to be using some Buff and Shine products, as well as some other vendors like uh, PNS, uh, Rennie Doyle, Double Black Line. IGL. Um, we have IGL. We have some people flying into town. So we're going to be doing a couple projects. And specifically, we want to make sure people understand this is not a video to critique anybody's product. This is a video where we are showing you how trained detailers go about doing something to help people understand why you would want to go to a trained detailer in the first place and to show you what can be brought back. For instance, one of the projects is Jody's boat. Um, it's a mess. It's a little hazy. It is. It is. <laughs> it's a pink boat that used to be red. It's wow, so hazy. Pink, but it's so getting there. We're going to try to bring it back. Um, we're also going to be using, uh, uh, doing some stuff on my um, 2000 Saab convertible. Ooh. That um, is a one-off car. So we're not just using run-of-the-mill cars. It's a, my car is a one in 47 produced. Wow. So we're going we're gonna to go and do some, some correcting and some stuff to the roof. We've got a bunch of people involved. So if you are a supplier that wants to be involved and wants to donate either time or products or money or whatever to educating people about detailing products and procedures, then get a hold of us and we would love to get, have you as a featured vendor and do that. So anyway, quick preview with it. Yeah, we're, we're excited. About it. So let's talk about your role at Buff and Shine. I mean, we, we see, you know, the, the recognizable faces on YouTube and all that, but there is a, a, a complete army and the leadership team at Buff and Shine is just phenomenal. So let's talk about you, your role some exciting things that maybe are happening uh, with Buff and Shine coming up in 2020. Sure. Sure. Yeah. We, uh, you know, I was very excited. I had talked to who's the owner of Buff and Shine throughout the years. This together. Uh, it finally did come together. And it was a really exciting time uh, with having Justin Lobano on um, and the demo team. And I don't know if everybody's familiar. Uh, we have what we call a demo team and they are basically successful business owners uh, geographically in different places around the country. And instead of me going outside and buffing on half the hood and saying it's a good pad, now we have a real put these pads in the real world, not a half a hood. And that's really one of the keys of our success in the last couple of years is to be able to make a pad that we can give out right now and then know that it works, not before it works, but because our demo thing works. And yeah. uh, that that's really, really cool to be on. Um, my role really, I cover the East Coast uh, of the United States, and my role is really, obviously, is to find distributors and stimulate those sales. Uh, I had such a presence out west because I did uh, a lot of sales out west when I was in Baltimore years. Uh, I have the ability to go out there. We're working with Julio. It's amazing. I mean, we just work well together. He's an art marker. Um, we have a great team, and that's a great thing to have is, you know, you may be able to have a good product, may be a good sales sales, but if you don't have a good business, that's not as motivated. You know, I'm very, yeah. very with yeah. team, and we're just kicking butt. Yeah. And they're, and they're, and I'll tell you what, they're like pushers, by the way, your team. So, uh, I mean, I, let's just put it this way. I've ended, I've ended up with more equipment because of your guys. And I tell like, uh, for instance, Kyle Clark, I own the small rotary because of Kyle Clark. 
chatting with him. He's playing with the pads and he starts flipping them at me. And he's like, well, these were used at the show. I can't keep them. I have to get rid of them. So he's throwing them at me. I'm like, what am I going to do with these? The next thing you know, I'm buying a polisher and a bunch of used pads. And then I got to buy new pads because these are used. And I'm like, Kyle, you're like some kind of a pad pusher. You know, you give me just enough to get me going. That's okay. He, he's indirectly selling for Rupes and Flex. He has to go buy the polisher. <laughs> you go buy the polisher to match. So. So he's helping the entire industry. So I say to all the tool manufacturers, you know, keep making tools because when you make tools, we make more pads. That's right. That's awesome. Well, and they are um, just to give, you know, an idea there, there are so many pads. Um, You know, we got a sample of the buff and shine line. There were five boxes in this office. I'm going to post a a picture on the internet after this. I'll post it out to Facebook and and Instagram. There's five full boxes and there's like one of every pad. I mean, it's just insane how much stuff there is. And uh, there's, there's stuff that uh, Sydney and I were going through. I'm like, what is this? She's like, I don't even know what that is. You know, know, when when I, interviewed with uh, with Richard, the owner, you know, he said to me, he said, you know what, I want to know what you think of the pad. And, and I said, you know, I told him a little bit of this and that, and I said, but I do have one thing. Why didn't all you pad manufacturers get together in the late 80s or 90s and say, hey, let's do one color? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not to be confused, it's just not really how it works. You know, the, the yeah. Provided in, in certain colors, so um, but it's uh, there is a lot of pad, uh, but in a way that keeps you in my job. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you see, you can see people that have used different pads because it's it's like a pad sav- savant, right? You go up, you pick up the pad, you close your eyes, you ignore the color, and you're like, yeah, that one's pretty harsh. And then you pick up the next one, you're like, okay, that one's a jeweling pad. And you're like, oh, this is white, you know. <laughs> oh man it's a lot of fun though it really is a lot of fun uh yeah uh, you know our social media has been really strong i'm not a big social not on instagram so uh you know i'm behind the time i get a lot of they say you know we like how you represent we like how you guys do social media and that's what we want to do obviously we're trying to sell pads but we're trying to push we're trying to on the cutting edge we don't do liquids. We don't do machines. No, we right. just want to be the best. Yep. That's awesome. No, no pun intended. They're on the cutting edge. They are on the cutting <laughs> edge. <laughs> and hopefully it's not too deep of one with right. staples on the back of it. Staples. It's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> you, you always come up with some weird stories. I, I've so. got some weird crap in the wall of shame has some weird crap on it. So, so if you had any suggestions, if you were to suggest one or two things for detailers that were really trying to up their skill, up their business, what are the things that you would recommend that they do? Well, I mean, there's lots of different things. We kind of talked about the, you know, the, the, video part of it. And there's a lot of videos out there. There's also just an enormous amount of growing tools. You know, there's places that you can go to now. Majestic Solutions, professional detailing. I mean, I'm missing a hundred of them, but there are go. And I think a lot of that are definitely with the NSL yeah, detail uh, I think it's important. Uh, it might not be for everybody, but I think it's a great guide to direct you to what you are looking for. You know, okay, I say there's two, how do you find it? 
the IDA can help you down like that. Um, but that is definitely one thing. Invest in yourself, in your business, yeah. invest in your career. I will never stop utilizing training. Especially now, you know, it just, a lot of it that's just honestly gets past me a little bit. I'm like, uh, oh, Justin, I'm anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get to those points too, right? Yeah, that's good. So how do people find you or do they interact with the distributor? Because, you know, there's a lot of new guys. They don't necessarily know how to connect with the right people. So how do they learn about Buff and Shine? Where do they go? Who do they go to? Well, we definitely obviously are on all the social media sites, but uh, www.buffandshineandspelledout.com. And that's our website. Good way to see our product line. And, um, and then, you know, like I said, social media. I can always be reached. Uh, anybody can reach me. My email is at buffandshine.com. I always hold anybody out that I can. It's not about a buffing book. Um, I love the thing. It's been good to me. Um, and I am always open to try to get back. I can get back and... You know, like we've been talking about, is the key. You, know, you can't think you know it all. Yep. Yeah, no, that's awesome. The other, th um, again, just as a reminder, also, if you want to know more about some of the Buff and Shine stuff, and, and again, we will not be critiquing them, but we will be using a lot of their products. Um, and if people have questions about them, shoot the questions to us. I mean, if for some reason you can't magically find buffandshine.com, but shoot it to <laughs> us and we'll get it passed on because, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of products out there, but I, you guys, I just love how open you guys are. Everybody on the leadership team has just been like open arms, whatever you guys need. And um, yeah, we just love to be involved with you guys because you're just the kind of people we'd like to rub elbows with. And, right. and one of the areas that, that you guys that are new to detailing or really trying to up your game, Buff and Shine will be at the Southern Detailers Conference yep. along with us. So that's June 13th and 14th. Uh, so make sure that you look that up, put it on your schedule. I know everybody's getting into the detailing season and, you know, so it's sometimes hard to carve out that time for yourself and your business, but it really, really is critical. I mean, you know, I go back to that extreme one day training, you know, I went to one, Rod and I went to one in Salt Lake, and then we went to the, the one at Melbourne and it was amazing the difference and the things that I learned, the things that Justin emphasized versus what Rennie emphasized in Salt Lake. And man, I, I walked away going, my, I learned some new things. So very, you know, very worth the time to invest in yourself to get that training. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We will be at the Southern Detailers Conference. Uh, I'd love somebody wants to stop by and ask. That. Uh, That's good. Awesome. Well, thank you so thank much you, for Scott. joining us. We we appreciate those that tune in. This will be shared on YouTube and, of course, the podcast. So if you're not live today, we will refactor it and repurpose it and get it to where you can get this awesome knowledge. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Remember, Rotafest is the software of choice to run your detailing business, whether you're on the retail or the wholesale side, we got you covered. And as always, thank you, Clint, for joining us. And those of you that, that are watching, we will check you next week, same time, same bad channel, only with a different guest, Mr. Jason Rose. So, Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be fun. All right. Thank you very much. I'm very honored. It was really good talking to you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys out there again. Sometime.
You Thank you, man. Thanks, See ya. Bye. All right, I'm done.